drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line, coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30, at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, touchdown to Trumbier, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back here on a Friday. If you didn't hear our Wednesday show, you got to go back and check it out. Me and Joey Christopoulos from the Believe Podcast Network talked about all the teams in the NFC North, gave our draft reviews, went back and forth. I mean, it was an entertaining show. But but I think this show is going to be a little entertaining as well. But before we get into it, Mr. Christopoulos... You're back on the show. I think we got a little something for the people. How you doing here on a Friday? Derek, I got Justin Fields in my life, man. Every day, each day is incredibly just better one after the other. And, and you know, just looking back at the, our draft conversation, um, dare I say, you know, might be the most we've ever agreed um, in a podcast before, which is kind of scaring me a little bit. Of course, we're always going to agree that the Vikings and the Packers suck. Uh, that's never going to change, but I'm excited to talk to you today because I, I think it's time we start to kind of, you know, put our quarterbacks into the lens a little bit here and uh, dive a little bit deeper as we get closer to the season. Joey, I, I gave your team some credit. I also kind of got after this young, exciting quarterback that you're so high on, but, but I thought on a Friday... I mean, you're in love with this guy. I've got some questions. I think I think what we're going to do for the first time ever here on the show is a little something I like to call Kool-Aid Court. Here at Kool-Aid Court, every page is left in front of a live studio. It's real and these suspicious think I think what we need to do... But let me let me pull this music down a little bit. I think what we need to do today is is, is have the Detroit Kool Aid drinkers versus Justin Fields here in Kool Aid Court, where I am going to, you know, ask questions of the young man, put him on the stand possibly, and and, and dive deeper into this quarterback that you're so fond on. So. You may have to be his defense. You may have to jump in from time to time. Do you think you can handle this of putting your beloved golden boy that you took at 11 overall here on Kool-Aid Court with myself and the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers and the jury that I hear is often very thirsty? Drink it in. <laughs> Are you ready for this, my friend? I did wear my Justin Fields romper to court for no reason. So uh, I guess today's the day. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready to make a case for our start. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and do this. But if we're going to do it, I mean, 
we got to do it upright. So, Joey, will you please stand? Please rise. Court is now in session. Judge Seymour Watson presiding. Your Honor, Judge Seymour Watson. Before we get to that, I would like to make some opening statements, both to the jury as well as your Honor. Defense, may may I have the floor here to start off? Oh, please. Uh, please open it up. I'm just glad that the judge is in Judge Wayne Fontes, and I know that this isn't completely biased, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I would like to make a little opening statement here to the court in the case of the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers versus Justin Fields, and that's simply this. The Detroit Lions were picking at number seven in the NFL draft, which happened recently. And the Detroit Lions also made a large trade this offseason where they traded away a future Hall of Fame type player in Matthew Stafford and acquired a guy named Jared Goff, as well as, I don't know, two first round picks and a third round pick. So they they've addressed their quarterback position. They also, like I say, are moving away from a very talented quarterback that was leaving the organization. So they plugged in another number one overall pick that is already paid as well in his spot. So they did that early in the offseason. And, and there was a lot of talk about, will they go with a quarterback? And if so, who at number seven? Brad Holmes, Lions general manager, played his hand very well. He, he considered all options. He kept all doors open. He did not anchor himself, as we will say. But when the pick came around at number seven, the Detroit Lions had questions about the processing, the intelligence, dare I say, of Mr. Fields. We also took into consideration that he was considered to go number two overall early in the process, yet now seems to be tumbling we were not sure why that may be. Is it based on, you know, interviews? Is it based on maybe some off-the-field things we're unaware of? Or does he maybe just not have what we thought he had at the quarterback position? These are all concerns that we considered before uh, making our decision here in this case. We also look at the city of Detroit, a hard-working city, a city that is kind of no-nonsense, is a, is a lunch-pail-type mentality. Those are the type of football players we are looking for at number seven overall. And we weren't sure if Mr. Fields fell in that category. That's why he's on trial today to discuss. And is Mr. Fields the right guy? Was this the right time? And I must ask you, jury, your honor... I will also get to this later in the case. When you're picking at number seven and you're looking at this player, Mr. Fields, who is here in the courtroom with us today, you must ask yourself this question. If the pick don't fit, you must not submit. I mean, that's just something the Lions had to consider. It's something I hope all of you will consider. And I believe it will be proven today by myself and the loyal Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. Defense, do you have a rebuttal? I do, I do. And first of all, I want to thank um, my opposition, the prosecutor, Derek Oakry, for wearing a beautiful white cream seer sucker suit today. You look fantastic, sir. 
Thank um, you. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, um, thank you so much for hearing us out today. You know, today's a good day in Chicagoland, in the greater Chicagoland area, the 312, the 773. And you're asking yourselves, why is a good day? What is so great about Justin Fields? Why are Bears fans so excited about it? Well, if, it, if you might, Your Honor, uh, I'd like to bring out Exhibit A. Uh, Exhibit A is, is Mitch Trubisky. That's it, Judge and Jerry. Just give him a good look, look up and down at this clown. Look at this guy right here. Mitch Trubisky, goatee. Really? Okay, Mitch. Okay, now you can leave. All right, now, that was what we were just dealing with. Um, and now we have this guy, Justin Fields, a dude who is 6'3", runs a 4'4", 40, can throw a 60-yard bomb and torch Trevor Lawrence and Clemson for six touchdowns in the almost national championship game. Mitch Trubisky played at North Carolina. So let's just, you know, let's kind of put that out there and start there. Now, my esteemed colleague here says that Justin Fields tumbled down the board. Well, I might like to rebuke that. They seem to be pretty happy that Panay Sewell, another gentleman who's never missed a meal, seems to also enjoy tumbling down a board and falling into a, a great situation like that one in Detroit. I also like to comment that Detroit fans right now are probably feeling a little mixed, right? Sure, they had a great draft. They're building a strong foundation, and their coach can probably eat the flesh off of a human all the way down to the bone in a situation where he has to do it to survive. But the point of it actually is, is you notice what he said there. They traded a future Hall of Famer, Matt Stafford, for Jared Goff. At no point did he say Jared Goff was a future Hall of Famer. So now what I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is we now have Justin Fields on a rookie contract, a gentleman who could perhaps be a generational talent, a guy that could possibly be one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. And I tell you, it feels a lot better than a guy named Jared Goff, a guy, let me remind you, that in his last eight games last year, threw nine interceptions, threw only eight touchdowns, had a QB rating of 79 or less in six different games last year. A guy that only threw 6.5 yards per attempt in that final span. That means his team didn't trust him anymore. The guy's thrown 21 interceptions in 22 December games in his career. Against the Chicago Bears, my team, he's got a career 59.7 QB rating. So I got to tell you, at this time, Justin Fields is the future. And Jared Goff, unfortunately, he could be the past. I rest my case, Yana. I open it up to questions. defense I, I i thank you for, uh, for your for your time there you had some very interesting points but I, I i think i think something that's really important is that is that we hear it from you know we, we hear it from the source so i i, I think what we want to do is we'll take a quick recess and when we return I believe that the best thing to do would be to call Mr. Justin Fields to the stand. Everybody will take this quick recess from the Kool-Aid courtroom. We'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I am 
fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Do you think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. So here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. We're back here in the courtroom. The, uh, the honorable... Judge here, the very well-respected and, must I say, very dapperly dressed as well, Your Honor, has uh, put court back in session here. And like I say, I, I, I would like to call Mr. Fields to the stand. So, uh, Mr. Fields, please, will you, will you please uh, head on up and, and let's make sure we, uh, we take our oath here. We, de- we definitely want the truth today above anything else. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I do. Your Honor, Please, uh, as I am the representation for Justin Fields, um, he solemnly swears to tell the whole truth or nothing but the truth. But he has also opted, as is this constitutional right, to speak through me so he will whisper in my ear telephone style and I will relay his answers to the beautiful judge and jury here today. And might I add, you know, uh, the prosecutor did mention how well-dressed the judge was dressed today. Can I just also mention how well-dressed this jury is dressed today? Wow, look at all these handsome, beautiful people here. Just beautiful, beautiful people. Anyways, uh, proceed. (laughs) All right, uh, counselor, we will allow that today for you to uh, speak for your client. We, We do have him under oath now that he will tell the truth. Now, we would also be curious if he told that same truth while at that school that we shall not speak of. But that's for another day. We, we won't get into that today. We're not here to talk about past misgivings. But before you speak for him, I would like to get his name um, so we have that on record as well. Justin Fields, quarterback, The Ohio State University. All right.
right. We, we we didn't necessarily need the back half part, but we do have you, uh, you know, on record now of who this is, as well as that you will tell the truth today, Mr. Fields. So so let's go ahead and get into this. Um, Mr. Fields, the reason of putting you on the stand today is I really would like to get down to what some of your strengths are. You know, so I really would like the truth about you so the judge and jury can decide this case of the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers versus yourself, Justin Fields. So my, my first question, Mr. Fields, is what would you say? I'm really curious what you would say as your strengths and how strongly you feel about some of those strengths. What would some of those be, sir? Okay, cool. Um, my client, Mr. Fields, would like to say that, you know, that one of his biggest strengths, and this is something that the Chicago Bears franchise has not had for a long time, is that my client has no problem saying he wants to be a franchise quarterback. He has no problem saying he wants to win a Super Bowl. He has no problem saying, you know what? I am the man. I am going to be the alpha in this room. And you know what? I'm not going to do it with my mouth. I'm going to do it with my play on the field. And all these years that we've had the Jay Cutlers, the don't care Jay Cutler, or the Mitch Trubisky, the good guy helping the granny with the groceries to the backseat of the car. Justin Fields is just out there to do one thing today. He's out there to win football games, be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. He hopefully is going to take him to the Super Bowl. You can put on the tape and look at all the physical traits. But at this point right now, it's all between the ears with Justin Fields, and he tests off the charts in intelligence and aptitude tests, and he's ready to roll here. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, Mr. Fields, one thing I'm very curious on is, again, we've brought you in front of the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers as well as your honor, and you have your counsel here. I'm very curious, why should the Detroit Lions have drafted you. Well, I think every single team in the NFL should have drafted me. I mean, for starters right now, I got to tell you, I'm going to be playing against them on Sundays, but I kind of like the cut of Dan Campbell's jib. I think we would have vibe. I'm tough as nails and he's as tough as cement. So we go together absolutely perfectly. Would I have liked to be in the Motor City? Sure. But man, I don't know. Think about it, right? Joey Harrington. Scott Mitchell, Dan Orlovsky, Matt Stafford, the University of Michigan. It just didn't feel right in my Ohio State bones. I want to stay in the Midwest, but I'm happy at the end of the day that I am in Chicago on the lakefront. I still get to play on Thanksgiving, but now I'm just doing it in blue and orange, and it feels good. Applause, everyone in the jury. Applause. Applause. A huge standing order in the court. Your Honor, I I would like to object to something, and that's that consistent mentioning of this college that this, you know, Mr. Fields attended. Can I please object to this, Your Honor? Objection overruled. Overruled? What? (laughs) No, like, we we, we can't have this on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast uh, here, this school being mentioned. And, And I'd also like to point out to the jury that the Lions have plenty of teams from the school that are playing very good football. So to me, it's a little bit of a non-issue, Mr. Fields, on multiple levels. But if we could just limit the uh, the mentioning, that would that would help me out personally. Now, now let's keep this moving. I have some more questions, some more uh, interesting things I would like to hear from you. So the next is, is it or is it not true that you've had, I don't know, dare I say many 
injury concerns and issues throughout your time, as well as maybe a checkered past where you went to a school and then left that school to attend another school. I mean, it kind of questions your your durability as well as your loyalty, Mr. Fields. What do you have to say on those topics? Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, Well, my client, uh, my client maintains that he is in fantastic shape right now. In fact, he is actually willing to get up and do 25 one-arm push-ups and 20 burpees in a row to prove to everyone that he's in tip-top shape. Now, in terms of the sum of the injuries here and there, I mean, you can take that however you want, but the bottom line is the guy plays hurt, he plays tough, he stays in the pocket, and he does it all for his team. Now, in terms of these transfer situations, now let's get it all out there, guys. We got nothing to hide. Yeah, my client went to Georgia. And yeah, Georgia's dumb. They thought Jake Fromm was the answer, and they gave him the job. What is he supposed to do about that? Justin Fields isn't just one man above the team. He saw the situation. The dumb coaching staff put the dumb quarterback at the dumb school and he saw an opportunity and he got out there and look what happened when he did get out there. He went to Ohio state. He had a record where I think through his first eight games, he didn't throw an incompletion in the first quarter. He beat Trevor Lawrence in a final four in a final four playing game. Now, come on, who made the right choice here, Georgia or Justin Fields? I think I'm going to go with my client, your honor. <laughs> your honor. Once again, more mentioning of the school that starts with an O and ends with an O. Uh, is he referring to Ohio State, Your Honor? Because I can stop saying Ohio State if that's what it takes. Is he talking about Ohio State? <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. Please. We need some order in this court. Now, let's let, let move past that. I mean, we've, we've heard your point. I mean, I said your other things were interesting. Counsel, you're getting less interesting with each response, I must say. Let, let, let me move to this. And this is this is very important, both for the jury, myself, Mr. Fields, as well as the counsel to explain this, because I think this is big in this case. And that, Mr. Fields, my question to you is, is it true or not true that you had a, well, let's say, I mean, with less desirable, maybe not optimal, I mean... I can define those if you'd like for further definition. Maybe would your schedules have been, I don't know, less than, maybe some may refer to them as, I don't know, cupcake uh, type schedules. I mean, how should the Lions have considered what you did in college based on who you played and the team you played for that we shall not speak of? Please inform us of why this is not an issue. Uh, all right. Now, listen here. My client, Justin Fields, does not make the schedule. He makes touchdowns, sir, and I completely disagree with this line of questioning right now. And that's all we're going to say on the matter. That's it. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> Counsel, I am asking you about his competition. I am curious if this guy ever played anyone or if he just had people running wide open and throwing to just superior athletes. And maybe that's why he was good. That is what I want to know. I think the people deserve an honest answer from you for once. This is hand wringing. This is tomfoolery. And this court and this defense is not going to have it. That's all you're going to get out of us. He makes touchdowns. He does not make the schedule. And you know what? He's going to make the schedule all right when he faces the Lions two times to coming up this year. That's all we're going to say about it. That's it. That's all you're getting out of us. That's it. 
judge, jury. I am trying here to get from Mr. Fields and his counsel the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Counsel, I can handle the truth, but I can't handle what you're giving to these people standing up for your client who just was not fit for the Detroit Lions at the number seven overall pick. He might be fine for Chicago at tw- at 11. He might have been good if he'd have slipped farther down the draft board, but he just wasn't a quality enough football player. And that's what we're here to prove today. Now, now let, let, let me calm down. Let, let me just bring it down a few levels because... There's just there's just one more thing, honestly, that I think will will close up this case. And Mr. Fields, I feel it's evident to me and the court that the Detroit Lions just didn't feel you were their kind of guy at number seven. And I only need one piece of evidence really to prove this to the jury. Now, Mr. Fields. You know, I'd like to play an an audio clip, if I could, Your Honor. I'd like to play an audio clip of something that that you say you're very good at. You said this was, as we started this trial, one of your strengths. Something that you prided yourself on, something that you were good at, something that you touted to the media and to anybody that would listen. I mean... We want to get to the bottom of what you're good at, what your strengths are, and why the Detroit Lions missed by passing on those strengths here today. So again, I think it's all summed up very well in this clip. Your Honor, if I could play this piece of evidence now, which again, you will hear it in the clip that Mr. Fields said this was a strength of his. I will let the jury decide, but, Your Honor, I will play that piece of evidence right now. Also, kind of a, a, a good singer. La, oh, that was so bad. All right, here we go. Love. That was probably a 6 out of 10. I, I usually sing better. Mr. Fields, you said you were good at that. My question to you, sir, is what was that? (laughs) Was that singing? Was that something that you were good at? Is that a strength that you would put under your plus columns as a human being and as a quarterback? Because I don't know what that was, but I know that wasn't good. And I know that if that is one of your strengths, I am more than happy and glad that you are not and were not. The selection at number seven for the Detroit Lions and the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. Members of the jury, your honor, I rest my case. Your honor, can I approach the bench, please? Can I get a sidebar real quick? Come over here, Jack. Listen, all right? I specifically said that the scene was not going to be a part of this case. I can't defend that, all right? We're not going to bring up the fact that Jared Goff wanted to sleep with Coach McVay's like girlfriend. Okay, we're not going to do that. We're not going to be that kind of people here. Right? I thought that was inadmissible at best. I mean, you hear him? yeah, he can't. We all know that, but he can throw football. That's what matters in this case. I can't believe that. Thank you very much, Your Honor. That's it. Sidebar, sidebar <laughs> over. No comment. Uh, our, my client has no comment about the singing. <laughs> 
All right. Well, if you have no comment, because yeah. there is no comment to that, what we, we are deeming here in the courtroom singing. I, I mean, <laughs> I apologize, actually, that I had to have that graphic audio <laughs> that people had to uh, experience here today. But l- let me let me just have a closing statement, if I could. Was quarterback an option for the Detroit Lions? Yes, it was. Did the Lions already have a quarterback they believed in and his name was Jared Goff? Absolutely. Was it clear to myself, the prosecutor in this case, your honor, my friends and most that know me like to call me Dan freaking Campbell? district attorney and and lead prosecutor for Holmes, Dorsey, and Agnew, the law firm well-known here in these parts. Is it known that myself and my my, my law firm thinks that Mr. Fields is, is clearly guilty of being guilty of not being the best option at quarterback for the Detroit Lions? That which we have been seeking today, is the truth. And if you want to know why, do you want to know why Justin Fields wasn't the selection? It's as simple as this. If you sing like a fool, we must draft Sewell. I rest my case, Your Honor. My final thoughts, Your Honor. Now look, um, belief. Belief is a funny thing in this world. You know, when I was growing up, I had the belief that um, Hootie and the Blowfish would have more than one good album. After that album came out, I thought, man, they're really just going to start turning out great albums. And it reminds me of Jared Goff. Now, look, this is all based on belief, and we're going to let the jury decide on this one. So if you want Jared Goff and his $100 billion contract on your books, and confidence issues and a guy who starts off the season throwing 10 yards per attempt but by the end of the season is throwing six yards per attempt because the coaching staff doesn't trust him go for it but i'll tell you this right now you know what we're doing in chicago we're buying number one jerseys we're buying justin fields jerseys are we doing that in detroit are the golf jerseys flying off the shelves i don't think so do we have the answer no we don't that's why we play the games but as it stands today, Justin Fields has now a four or five year window to prove that he could perhaps break a curse that has existed in Chicago my entire lifetime. And that is something I can believe in. Thank you, Your Honor. I rest my case. Your Honor, if, if I may have one more volley here to. Uh... Hey, hold on a second. Hold on a second here. Hold on a second. What is this? Another one? Counsel, you were the one on trial today. I I am representing the loyal Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. And yes, you said some things that I think were invalid. I must have one more volley here to uh, prove this without a shadow of a doubt. Now, earlier I said, if the pick don't fit, you must not submit. (laughs) I mean, the, the fact that Justin Fields, I mean, he wasn't the fit for the Lions. I mean, we we had to we had to acquit. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Now, now I'm not trying to hold Mr. Fields guilty because the Lions passed on him 
for a reason. They, they felt like he was not a fit. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Jury, your honor, I didn't come here to prove Mr. Fields guilty today. I came here to represent the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers of the Detroit Lions and say he, he wasn't a fit. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. I, I would I would recommend, I would I would be happy if you would acquit Mr. Fields today and send him free a free man to Chicago. Because as I said, he was not a fit for the Detroit Lions. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit. <laughs> You must acquit. And as I said in my closing statements, when you sing and sometimes play like a fool, we are very happy to draft Mr. Sewell. So I think the decision is quite obvious. I mean, is he guilty of being a horrible singer? There's no question. But can we acquit this man of these charges and let him freely go to turn the football over? to think that he is better than he actually is, to play in a city that thinks it's number two to NYC, yet doesn't realize that they have not been relevant since Michael Jeffrey Jordan and company have left that city years ago. Yes, let him go. Let him go. He is not guilty of other anything other than being an atrocious singer, a abomination to all things music and I would like to plead with the court to let him free acquit this man he was not a fit for the Lions and we are very happy to have Mr. Penny Sewell as the selection at number 7 so everyone we, we, we give up this case here in Kool-Aid Court and we move on to bigger and better things which is the offseason the NFL is pretty much right around the corner. They will have full stadiums. They will have full training camps. I'm seeing players with jerseys on, throwing passes here currently. And I think myself, as well as the counsel for Mr. Fields, is is very excited for that. So let's go ahead and I'll drop our case. We will quit this man and we move forward with allegiances to both our teams, our quarterbacks, and full of Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. It's, this is the judge speaking here, and I just wanted to say a few words. Eric, your speech has moved me. I hereby declare, moving forward, that belief is hard to find out in a court of law. So I demand that these two cities great cities like Detroit and Chicago must play each other twice this year and even on Thanksgiving and from there we will decide whose belief has more merit furthermore I have now made a ruling Justin Fields shall never sing in a public place 100 miles within earshot of this judge's ears. My decision is final. Clink, clink. 
this was this was a monumental day in Kool-Aid Court. I thank you, Your Honor, everybody. We thank you so much for listening. This was the first and maybe only episode of Kool-Aid Court, but we hope you enjoyed it. I know Mr. Fields, his counsel, as well as myself, Dan freaking Campbell, enjoyed it as well. Everybody, for this episode of The People's kool-aid court we bid you adieu we will catch you next week right here on the detroit kool-aid cast but i think there's only one thing left to leave you with as we close up this episode and that's simply this also kind of a a, a good singer La, oh, that was so bad all right here we go love that was probably a six out of ten. I, I usually sing better. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Pack the bag, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in.